0: Uh, playoffs, don't talk about. It. Playoffs, you kidding me. Playoffs. Yes, we are in the playoffs. Welcome to your 2023 NASCAR Xfinity Series playoffs. Everybody's in the playoffs now. Welcome to the Armchair Crew Chief and surviving the wild regular season with us. My name is Jordan. Let's go ahead and dive right into the truck series, which they've been in the playoffs for some time now, but they are moving into their round of eight. Remember, they don't run as many races as everybody else does. So they move quicker through their playoffs, we'll say. So just let's go ahead and dive into how their playoffs were first and foremost um, in the round of 10 so we can go through and see who was on the risk of being knocked out. Our round of 10 included Christian Eckes, Grant Anfinger, Ty Majeski, Corey Heim, Carson Hosevar, Zane Smith, Nick Sanchez, Ben Rhodes, Matt Benedetto, and Matt Crafton. So that's what we had to be going into, into Kansas. Kansas, a mile and a half, runs a lot like the other mile and a halves. So it was kind of, I don't know. It's one of those i talked about before that I'm not a big fan of this track. It kind of gets boring. Um, once your guy gets out in clean air, it's, you know, you're out of here unless there's a caution. And we saw some of that throughout all three series. Uh, saw some playing around in the Xfinity series, which I think was stupid. Denny Hamlin complained about it in the Cup series. Then he needs to look down in Xfinity and saw what in the world was going on there. But anyway, let's go ahead and keep going in on the Truck series here. As we always do, let's go ahead and start off with our qualifying order. Top, We'll go top 10 today. We had Jake Drew, 10, Jesse Love, Christian Eckes, Haley Deegan, Ben Rhodes, Jake Garcia, Jack Wood. Third was Ty Majeski, Nick Sanchez, second, Chase Purdy, fourth. So it seemed to be a pretty much standard truck series race, Um, just how everything worked out. Moving around, fighting uh, a couple wrecks, you know, beating, banging off each other. I think it was a pretty good race, though. Uh, it got stressful towards the end, seeing how these guys had to run from the rear up. Um, I think Crafton was one of these guys that had to start from the rear. Uh, besides his lineup, he he ended up starting. It was it was pretty rough. What I can tell, I think it was yeah thirty first. So he was almost towards the back he did a good job moving forward. A lot of these other guys, you know, you you just had the battle up front. And as I was saying, you can get some halfway decent battles. It's still tough when you're back in dirty air, but once you get in clean air and you want to try and catch that guy, it's tough. It's, it, it makes it kind of a, a snooze fest in my opinion, when it comes to, if you want to see battles for first and second, if you don't care, um, you know, your driver's leading or whatever, and look at the back battles and see how it's going on. But this is the beauty of the playoffs where you don't have to stay focused on who wins. Yeah, you know, you want to be interested in that. But you also want to see who else is fighting for playoff spots, where they stand, especially cutoff races. We're going into a cutoff race for uh, Cup Series. So it's one of those things that it's like you want to see what's going on and how it goes. And it can get very stressful. <laughs> I know it can get very stressful for the drivers. Um, cut line. we'll talk about that towards Xfinity. Uh, but it, it's one of those big things. And then you see people that will turn everything off and just blow through people. And he actually, I, in my opinion, he did it cleanly. But we had a guy do that here towards the end of the race. So just going into the end of stage, Chase Purdy took the stage win. Nick Sanchez was there in second. Ty Majeski third. Jack Wood. He was running the 51 for KBM. He was up there fourth. Jake Garcia fifth. Ben Rhodes sixth. So somebody that you don't notice that's not in that top six is you don't have Matt D. Benedetto. You don't have Matt Crafton. They were up there fighting. Carson Josevar wasn't up there. He was 17th. Uh, Matty D. was 11th. And Ben Rhodes, or excuse me, um, Matt Crafton 31st. I'm sorry, that was lineup. So our stage one, there we go. That looks a little better. Sorry guys. Nick Sanchez first, Chase Purdy second, Ben Rhodes third, Corey Heim fourth, Eckes fifth. So let's go back. Host of our ninth, he had the march up there from seventeenth. Matty D stayed around the same, eleventh. Matt Crafton, biggest mover up over fifteen spots, went to fourteenth. He had a decent truck. I don't. It's hard to tell what would have happened. If I remember correctly, he did get into the wall a little bit bounce around and kind of hurt it and that's one thing with these these trucks is they got looser especially into these turns so you had you get the guys fighting that which is normal to, as to be expected um, just seeing some of that stuff then then going to stage 2 Nick Sanchez had a really strong truck he had some hiccups towards the end of the race that kind of hurt him a little bit but I, he had a strong truck he just didn't have it strong enough so they end stage two, and now you gotta figure in you have some pit road qualifying moving around and so on with that. But let's go ahead and dive in. Josevar, one stage, Sanchez second, Haim, Zane Smith, Grant Infinger fifth. Look at the other guys. Raja Carruth had a really strong race. He no, he's not in the playoffs, but man, this this kid's doing good, in my opinion. I think he's got a high potential. We'll see what happens if he moves into Xfinity or uh, up into Cup Series if he gets up there. Matty D, ninth. He put the screws and just went. Matt Crafton hovered around the same. He was twelfth, So it's one of those that it was... He did well, in my opinion. Uh, Just sitting up there, moving up. Then we started getting to our late race cautions that happened. That's what hurt Sanchez. Um and finger got hit in the crash. Luckily he's locked in. So we, we had that going for him and then we we dial into our, our battle for the end, which you had Matt D Benedetto. You had Matt Crafton fighting for a spot. You had, you know, Nick Sanchez was up there. I don't think he was fully fighting for a spot because he was pretty high up. Um, but then you had, you know, Ben Rose sitting there fighting. So you had a couple of Thorsport guys sitting there fighting. And it was rough. We had a last restart. We had last battle. And like I said, it was Matt Dean Benedetto. He was sitting there going, rolling hard, did it cleanly, in my opinion, up there. Even though his his crew was like, do whatever you can do to win this thing. Let's let's get this. And so Going at the end of the race, I mean, Josevar was up there, then he fizzled back. He didn't have a strong enough truck. Our winner ended up being Christian Eckes, Taylor Gray, Matt D. Benedetto again, third. He got to the point towards the end of the race where he had to win or get in pretty much because he was just so far back between like Matt. I don't think it was Matt Crafts. I can't remember who it was that he was finally battling for. But that gap wasn't there. Ben Rhodes, who it was, excuse me. That they just couldn't do it. I don't, unfortunately, that didn't work out for him. You know, it sucks. And we'll kind of cover him and what's going on with him going on in the future. But let's keep going down the road. Corey Heim, fourth. Zane Smith, fifth. Josevar, sixth. Stuart Friesen, seventh. Nick Sanchez, eighth. He had a really strong running, like I said, he led 43 laps. Um, Tyler Ankrum, Jake Drew was uh was there rolling out the 10th. So that'll kind of give you a perspective on what the end of the race. Let's go ahead and look at our round of eight. Our round of eight, we're going to be going to Bristol and then we have a long break and going through there. And these guys are going to be eliminated after Miami, October 21st. So it kind of shows you how big of a gap we have here. I think they have Bristol in one more race and then they have a long break. And then they go to Miami. So our top four that are going to move on to the championship four that will battle it out that are currently sitting in top four. We have Corey Heim, Christian Eckes, Grant Enfinger, Carson Hosevar. our four sitting on the outside, looking in or looking in the out Zane Smith, Ty Majewski, Ben Rhodes, Nick Sanchez. You have a lot of guys out there that can go up there and run. You have a, you have a former past championship. We have two past championships up there behind, uh, Back there, 5th and 7th. Um, so, it's one of those things to see what happens. Um, Nick Sanchez, he's been having a really strong coming out of ARCA. I think him and Rajat, they're both doing really well. I think Sanchez has a little bit better equipment, but I could be wrong on that. But anyway, we're moving into that playoff. It's getting close. We're talking 6-9, six, 16 points. That's your four looking out. Carson Josevar is up there. You know, And we're moving to one of the most question-marked races. And I say that question mark as, you don't know what's going to happen there. It's almost like a super speedway. So we'll have to see how that plays out going forward with that. Truck Series news, we found out that Matt, Matty D is not going to be going back to Rackley Racing, where he's at now. He's opened himself up to go, who knows, You know, there's some spots open in Cup Series. There's some spots, you know, probably going to be open in Xfinity if he wants to move up again. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what he's thinking about. You know, I heard some news that, you know, what hurts him is he doesn't have the sponsorship to take with him, he doesn't have the money to go. So we'll have to see how that plays out going forward. NASCAR did come out and say why Ty Majeski was penalized the way he was a few races ago. They actually showed the valve stem cover that he had, which was quote unquote illegal and it ended up not sealing properly and leaking air. So lose tire pressure and just go like that. And that's what caused his penalty that he had. It was an un- unapproved modification. I think uh, unapproved part is what they said, but they ended up showing the video of what it looked like. And it was, it was interesting, but we'll have to see what happens and go forward from there. Um, but, yeah, now we're moving into Xfinity. And Xfinity was that one that, you know, we had to find some guys to fight to get in. And it was pretty much boiling down to Riley Hurst and Parker Kligerman. So let's go ahead and look at what they had going on on their Xfinity series. Qualifying. Algar had a really strong car. Sammy Smith, Cole Custer, Brandon Jones. That's your first through four. Daniel Hemrick. He moved over to the ten car to run for ownership points, playoff points, as well as his points for the championship. Josh Barrys at sixth, John Hunter seventh, Riley Hurst eighth, Austin Hill ninth. So you have you have two here that you can look for since this is the end of the regular season. We had John Hunter and Austin Hill fighting for that regular season championship, and then you had pretty much Riley Hurst and Parker Kligerman fighting for that last spot into the playoffs. And if we look at it, Parker Kligerman started 15th. Another guy that had a really good car, Sheldon Creed. We'll kind of talk about that a little bit later. So let's go ahead and dive into stage one win. John Hunter jumped up to the lead. He got first in stage one. Cole Custer, Allgaier, Brandon Jones, Sammy Smith, Parker Kligerman ran up there. So Riley Hurst, he's not in the, he finished, he started, finished nine, excuse me. In stage, he had some issues. Unfortunately, that team has had issues, and it's almost been team induced for the most part. Yeah, he's had some issues where the car has been kind of uh, just draw the luck, but his crew's messing him up. He, you know, he's had some few mistakes, but a lot of it's been like on it's it's been team wide. I'm not going to lay out anybody else on this right now, but it's been team wide, and it stinks. Like, I would like to see them battle and fight and see who can actually get a pure talent. Not, I don't want to discredit Parker Kligerman. He's a good driver. I mean, he's been battling his butt off for the past season trying to get in here and do well, and he's shown it. So this that's not any discredit to Parker Kligerman. I just I want to see a battle to battle and see who's got the better, you know, whenever Riley Hurst doesn't have run into it. But again, this is a team sport. You have to kind of get past those battles. So, moving forward, we look into the end of stage two. End of stage two, John Hunter up there again. Sammy Smith, second. Justin third. Josh Berry, fourth. Austin Hill, fifth. Sheldon Creed, sixth. Parker Kligerman, seventh. Derek Krause, 11th. Parker Rutzclaff ninth. Brett Moffitt, tenth. You can see this is where the 98 car started having some issues, and he, <clears throat> he ended up finishing that stage back down in 32nd. I mean, he, I feel for the guy because a lot of it was out of his hands. But again, it's a team sport. So we go into, before we go into the other race, one of the things that's been kind of annoying to me about John Hunter, he's a good driver. But one thing that I don't like, and I don't think anybody's fully addressed it, I could be wrong, but he seems to play cute games with the restart zone. The restart zone was under review. One of his restarts where it looked like he was going, and right when he hit that restart zone, he s- like almost slammed on his brakes, stopped, just let off hard, and then just goes. And it's he's like playing, manipulating it like that. And from you know my gathering of it is, you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, you can wait until the very end to go, but you can't like. Get in the restart zone. Get right there at the restart zone. Slow down and then go like really bad to bottleneck everybody behind you to get shooting. And that's what happened. And then you have everybody fanning out after they get past. And this is what Denny Hamlin was complaining about in the uh, Cup Series race was get past the restart zone, get past start, finish. Everybody goes three, four wide behind because they're fighting for spots. Denny Hamlin, that's how you're supposed to race. If you want to try and move quickly, you're not going to stay this isn't draft racing. This isn't Daytona. You're not going to stay right behind each other all the way into the turn because what's going to happen. But John Hunter's one of these guys going in here that he pretty much checked out of everything. But before we get into everything with that as if you can figure he he did win the race. I'll go ahead and say that. But there was an issue with Sheldon Creed. He pretty much caused a wreck where he ended up going up into the 8 and the 8 got into the 7, the 7 just hit the wall and just wrecked pretty hard, and that put a damper on the 7, 17, and, you know, they ended up finishing 18th, but it just ruined their car, and that was purely a Sheldon Creed issue, not not anything else I could see. So, you know, I think somebody ended up trying to put it on Parker Kligerman, running into the back of the 8. Well, whenever you get hit by the person next to you, so I Sheldon Creed's got some enemies, or not some, not, he got some, he got a lot of upset people after that race because of what happened in the the garage. He finished third. Brandon Jones, I mean, this dude had a phenomenal race. He was just picking them off one by one, just rolling. He ended up getting second. Parker Kligerman got fourth. Austin Hill got fifth. Josh Berry got sixth. I'm not sure how this happened because we're going to dive right into the, <clears throat> the playoffs here and our, show you how everything lines up. It's almost like a, a Cup Series thing. Austin Hill got the regular season championship, yet he is roughly 10 points behind John Hunter now in the playoff. Unless they said something wrong on the t- on the TV... Austin Hill got the regular season championship. And I thought it was too close to tell because John Hunter has been winning so many races. It's almost not like a William of Byron where he's been running. He goes out and wins, but then he runs behind. And Trucks has been consistently top 10, top 15, and then winning three races. I don't know what was going on with that. But here are your round of 12, and we bump into the round of 8 after that, which we'll follow that in just a little bit. But we're looking at John Hunter first, Austin Hill, Justin Algar, Cole Custer, Sam Mayer, Chandler Smith, Josh Berry, Sheldon Creed. Looking on the outside, we have Sammy Smith, Jeb Burton, Daniel Hemrick, and Parker Kligerman. These guys are only within four points of each other down below. Parker is four below the cutoff line. Uh, it's going to be some good racing going forward. You know, I think you're still going to have your usual suspects, up front you're guys your're Austin Hill and you're John Hunter. I think Austin Hill it's gonna be between Austin Hill and John Hunter and I think John Hunter's gonna get it this championship, but we'll have to see what happens. Um, you're gonna it's gonna be interesting to see what happens. you got Josh Barry, Sheldon Creed, Chandler Smith, Sam Mayer. I I see those guys kind of swapping out with some of these on the bubble guys. Now granted something could happen like it happened and this is a point of ranting that I'll have later with the cup series with what just happened with there and how kind of stupid in my opinion it was, but let's keep going on. We'll look at their schedule. The, the, the upcoming races for the Xfinity series. And this is where we'll cut off into the, uh, the rounds here. um, The last, the last part of the round before they move on, we are looking at, Bristol, which is our weekend. we got Texas, Charlotte, and then they're going to round roll over into the round of eight. So their round of eight, if I remember correctly, actually rolls and starts tying into the Cup Series round of eight. Um, we are going to the Bristol night race. I'd love to go to that race one of these days. We'll go there. That seems like it's going to be a wild race. But, you know, we sit there and we go there. Round of 12. This is a cutoff race here, guys, for uh, Cup Series, which we'll talk about that in just a little bit. Round of 12. You got Texas, Talladega, Charlotte. That's what you got going on for the round of 12 going into cutoff race at the Roval, which is. Roval's always been a cutoff race for the past few. Wow. But let's go ahead and dive into the Cup Series and what's going on there. Again. <clears throat> It was wild. We had some issues with tires. We had issues, you know, loose cars, which is, I guess, as expected in Kansas. But let's go ahead and get into our qualifying, and then we'll talk about some of the issues that we had before. So running first or starting first, we had Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, Trucks third, Elliott fourth. We had some differences there between the five and nine, which we'll talk about too. 45 was fifth, Chastain sixth, Michael McDowell seventh. That dude and that team have been surprising, I can tell you, the Ford camp because I can tell you they're not one of the top guys in the Ford camp. Austin Dillon, William Byron, and Bubba Wallace rounded out your top ten. Stage one, Larson, Bubba, Christopher Bell, top three. Stage two, Brad, Denny, Chase. Larson was doing really well. I mean, he pretty much, he led 99 of the laps. And between him and Denny, they were just going and they would check out and run. Uh, Larson would run out and run for a while. And then he started get he got some issues. He, he had a little bit of a run in with Chase Elliott. He got pushed up in the chase going off pit road towards the latter end of the race. Chase didn't like it. In my opinion, Chase is acting like a spoiled little brat. And I think it's, you know, I don't fault him too much. It's frustration because of not winning so far. But, dude, you broke your leg. Dude, you you got caught doing something because Denny's a little whiny little baby because it's happened to other people. And, you know, Austin Dillon tried to pull that same nonsense that Denny did with trying to get somebody in trouble, and it didn't work for him. Then you have, you know, Denny Hamlin doing the same stinking thing to people and not getting out of it. It's getting old. It's getting stupid. I digress. So let's go ahead and talk about our, our, race. We had, well, our race was just, like I said, when the leader went out there and checked out, that's what happened. Cindric spun. Bubba had a beat up car. It was, it was, it was interesting to say the least of what was going on and how everything was happening. Um, the 48 spun. A lot of people were spinning. We had tires go down on the three, the 19, this is where my frustration was going on. The 19 lost the tire five laps in, a puncture in the tire, a puncture. These. This, this track should have been sweet swept. everything. I think the tire just flat out fell. And there were, I think the three tire fa- failed. Um, the eight had a failed tire in practice. The 54 had a failed tire in practice. They had some issues and luckily it was only localized to these four cars. I think there's a few other, but his right rear kept going down. And don't tell me it's, Oh, because they're changing the uh, tire pressures. I mean, you look at some of these guys. Yeah. I'd argue that if it was one or one, but these guys are running, I mean, trucks up there qualified third and he goes out there, his car's tight. So it's like, okay. But then he's like, I got a tire going down and then he wrecks and breaks. I mean, that's, I put that blame on Goodyear. That ain't on anybody else's fault. Some of these spins, you know, I heard somebody talking to me about it, and it's one of those stop trying to make so much downdraft with the bottom of the car and let's bring the spoiler back. I've heard that from multiple people. Let's put a bigger spoiler on it and get some downforce coming from the top of the car. I mean, SVG said it whenever he was done racing at Chicago and at IRP, or not IRP, but at uh, the Indianapolis road course. These cars make downforce from the bottom and get sucked down. Why don't we change that back to like how, you know, they were back in the day where you had some downforce from the top. Yeah, you're going to have downforce from the bottom because you're you're creating that suction with the air going through. But how about the air hitting a spoiler in that arrow on the top of the car? I think NASCAR is going to come out here, and I think they're pretty silly if they don't. They need to go back and reevaluate this half mile-and-a-half arrow package, and Goodyear, Goodyear, for the love of everything that is right, Goodyear, please look at your... Either it's a QAQC issue, or the compound they're bringing is just stupid. So, that needs to be looked at. I mean, you had all these guys losing it. You had guys losing, you know, losing a wheel. Luckily, they kind of saved it, but, I mean... This is this is getting to the point where it's getting stupid. And now, with a failed piece of equipment, the Goodyear tire, Trex goes down below the cutoff line, which nobody would have thought in a million years that he would have been down there. He had a strong car. I could see him vying, maybe not winning, but at least a top five at Kansas. So it's one of those things that, yeah, I, it's, I don't know. It, it's It's very frustrating to see that. And to see what happens um, kind of sucks for him. I, I feel for, you know, uh, Kyle Bush and, you know, Ty Gibbs because they had the same thing happen to them, but it happened to them before the race. So they were able to make adjustments, put clean up the car and everything, get it back out there. And then NASCAR, from listening to the radio with Truex, they're, they're telling Truex, you need to get out of the car. He's like, they're telling me to get out. I was like, no, we're going to try and work on this thing. Like, they were legit going to try and work on it. I mean, you have a DVP, why not? I know sometimes it's just so far beyond disrepair, but they could, they might have been able to get back out there. So he's, they finally got him to stay in the car. They're supposed to tow him to pit road to his box. They ended up towing him behind the wall. NASCAR pretty much ended the day for Truex before Truex's team could say ended the day. I don't like that. I don't care if the car is bad beyond disrepair. If the driver wants to stay in there and he's being told to stay in there and they're going to try and work on it, tow it to pit road and see if they can fix it. You're not destroying the car by, by moving it. So why not give them the opportunity? You have a damn damaged vehicle policy of like eight minutes now. Let them see if they can use it. I mean, this is getting really, uh, really stupid. So that that's how that's my rant on everything with this tire package, this Arrow mile and a halves As I said, we have so many mile and a halfs, and it gets kind of boring and snoozy, in my opinion. If if you're looking for just the winner, if you want to see what's going on behind, then yeah, you can see some decent battles. I mean, you're looking at Kyle Busch; he went from the rear of the field, and you know, he finished seventh. Christopher Bell had a strong car; he was on the pole. He finished eighth. So there is some racing. To watch, And I have to remind myself that because you get out there and you got NBC sitting there and they want to focus on the leader and it gets so stupid or they focus on their own drivers that they that they want to see. Um, I think there was maybe a point of you could have questionable, you know, I'm going down this road. Yes, this is a rabbit hole I'm going down and I think it's stupid and I'm not this kind of person but the way NASCAR acted with Noah Graxson, with Kyle Larson, the way they didn't act with Denny Hamlin with what he did what in, what the NBC crew did with Brad Doherty, where they're like, oh, you want to be up there with them ribs, don't you? Come on now. I know you guys are cutting up and goofing off, but you get the wrong person that you guys are trying to, like, appeal to, then you, you're, getting, you're getting complaints up the butt. I could care less. I think it might have been a little disa- tasteful on TV, live TV, to say that, but... Anyway, so that's what we're looking at. Reddick won the race, led two laps. Denny Hamlin, and this is why he's complaining about everybody fanning out because he didn't get his push to go out there. You know what that tells me? He didn't have a strong enough car because he started up there on the last restart. Denny Hamlin second. Eric Jones, this is his best finish. This is his best thing for Legacy this year. I don't like the way Legacy's going. I don't like the way it's being handled by seven times, as everybody wants to say, the best thing ever in the world. I don't think he is. Then you have Kyle Larson fourth, Joey Logano fifth. He got up there, he got up there purely because of pit road strategy. Chase Elliott sixth, Kyle Busch seventh, Christopher Bell eighth, Brad Keselowski ninth, Alex Bowman tenth. So, let's go ahead and look at what we're going into here and we have Larson and Reddick locked into the next round. And then we have Denny Hamlin William Byron, Brad Keselowski, Blaney, Bush, Chastain, Busher, Bell, Logano, and Harvick. That's your 12 in right now. Excuse me. Looking on the outside in, you have Truex, Bubba, Stenhouse, Michael McDowell. I think, unfortunately, McDowell's out. Stenhouse is out. Bubba's right there where he could be. Truex. I don't know if it's looking good for him, just the way everything played out. And this is Bristol. This is not a strong track for him. But anything can happen at Bristol because it's so small. And the wreck, you get everybody collected. You never know. You could have Joey. Joey, 12 points to the good. He could get out. Harvick is sitting there hanging on by a thread. He could get out. He's had some strong runnings, but then he gets caught up in either a malfunction or anything like that. Then, you know, I think some of these guys that are going to get locked in by that. Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Keselowski. I think that unless something happens, they get caught up in a big wreck on this race. I see them kind of moving forward into that round of 12. And we can go from there on that. Another thing that happened this weekend is William Byron. William Byron had a part that malfunctioned on his car, if I remember correctly. They didn't really say those words, but something happened to it. They went to go change it. They were going to get dinged for unapproved modifications. to the car. Well, they took the part to single source part. Mind you took the part to NASCAR and said, we don't want to lose our spot because we need to change this. This is from your manufacturer. It failed. And they allowed it. So I know people are like, Oh, you know, I saw somebody else on like a TikTok saying tinfoil hat guys are going to be like, Hendrick is getting in favor. Even after they got that big points, I still think Hendrick has a little bit of favor of what's going on. But what kind of stupid about that is single source part, tire and it popped. Not like, you know, if it's within, if they could find it within this tolerance, I would have argued if I was Kyle Bush or anything. I'm not losing my spots because <clears throat> your manufa- single source manufacturer brought a crap tire and I ended up getting one of them. I mean, they're making eight sets of tires for the cup series and these eight sets. So you eight times four, you know, that's how many tires are bringing per team that's a lot of tires but when you're manufacturing only one specific tire you think your qaqc process will be a lot stricter especially since you're going to be on national television moving around cable television moving around showing things i don't know so that's just a little side rant on me i i think it's kind of hokey but we're moving into bristol Let's go ahead and look at... We're going to go ahead and do this, and then we'll bump into a little bit of news that we have. We already mentioned Matt D. Benedetto not going back to Rackley War uh, Racing. So Thursday, we have a full boat here with ARCA is going to be running, and then we have Truck Series. Truck Series Practice and Qualifying is going to be on FS2 starting at 4, then 435. Then we have Bush's Beans, 200 for the ARCA Menard Series, which... If you guys have been following that, Frankie Muniz has been having a heck of a time. Just can't get can't get out of his own way, team way. So hopefully something turns around with him. <clears throat> then we have the Craftsman Truck Series running Thursday at 9 o'clock Eastern on FS1. MRN's got the radio broadcast, and Sirius XM always. <clears throat> Moving on to Friday, our practice and qualifying p.m., 3.10 for Xfinity Series. That will be on USA and PRN will be having that broadcast. The practice and qualifying for the Cup Series, 4.35, 5.20. Remind you, this is Friday, guys. USA and PRN with Sirius XM. So Sirius is not covering the Xfinity practice and qualifying, but they will be covering Cup Series. Then we go into the Food City 300 for Xfinity. That will be on USA PRN will have the radio broadcast, and Sirius XM will have that broadcast as well. And then Saturday, we have a night race, Bass Pro Shop night race, 7.30 is the start on that one. USA and PRN will be having the radio broadcast. Um, Unfortunately, I'm going to miss probably some of that race because I have to work that night, but I'm going to be following up so we can talk about that a little bit more because this is, again, this is a cutoff race. This is a wild race. Let's see what happens and see what's going forward with that. So, going into our news here, we have news that John Hunter, it's not really new news, but John Hunter is going to be going over onto the 42 car for Legacy Motor Club, which everybody and their mother knew three months ago. Worst, best kept secret, I guess you could argue. So, we have that moving up. We have some openings. We have some guys that we don't know what's going on in the Cup Series. You know, Eric Almirola doesn't really have a sponsor, confirmed sponsor next year. He doesn't even have a confirmed car because he doesn't know if he's going to retire or not. He hasn't told us yet. Then you have the college cars. Justin Haley, if you ask 95% of the people, he made a career suicide by signing with Rick Ware. So you have him going there. So you have the 31 car and the 16 car that are question marks. All, uh, all excuse me. Almondinger has made the best comment that he could have made out of all of this, which was, "I want to race full time. I will race full time wherever Matt collig and Chris Rice put me." So he could either, he he might be going back and looking for a championship now down in Xfinity. I I think he he's, he goes and shines on Xfinity and does really well. So I could see him going back down there. Going up into those cars, you know, the room, who was it? Mikey, uh, Michael Waltrip made some comments that it looks like Hosevar is going to be jumping tr- uh, Xfinity out of truck into Cup Series. He could be going to call a car. I don't know. Um, he could go to the 77 Spire that's another question mark next year. Um, it, it's, we, we have a lot of opening. We also have the, the race, um, the race schedule for next year coming out. And who knows what's going to happen with that. That's one of those things that we have the Olympics coming up. I heard rumor from somebody that I follow that they might be trying to do a double header. Like, at, I mean, they had it at Pocono. Why not keep it there? I mean, I like that. That was cool to be there and camp there for a Saturday and Sunday. You see Cup Series and then you see your, your truck and your Xfinity sprinkled in there. That was fun. I, I really enjoyed it and it gave a new change, uh, a new level of um, – what's the right word? I, I can't think of the word, but like you had to think. Uh, strategy, excuse me. New level of strategy because you're pretty much running the same car for Sunday that you ran Saturday and you're qualifying different, like they rotated the the qualifying around. It was cool. And I think they should have done it more than two years, but it's not a NASCAR track. So why are we going to give more money to a non NASCAR track? Stupid. Yes, I know, but we had, so we had the Olympics coming up. One of the rumors was, is that they're going to go to Richmond and they could potentially race a cup series race Thursday at Richmond. Kind of like what they did, uh, during the 2020 series where they started racing after the whole COVID snafu, we'll call it. I'm, we're not going to go into that. Uh, but anyway, run Thursday at Richmond Cup, sprinkle your truck series and Xfinity in between, and then come back Sunday and run at Richmond for a doubleheader. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, uh, I don't. We'll have to see what happens. We have that coming up. I don't like how NBC gets it and they get the last half. I mean, I know Fox wants Daytona. That's what they want. I know NBC wants the championship. So they're still working TV deals out for everything. So why don't we just go ahead and rotate some of these races around and let Fox run some of these races during the like the two weeks that NBC's got the Olympics because NBC's going to devote every single channel to Olympics because they pay good money for that. And I get it. But at the same time, People don't want to watch Olympics all the time, so move NASCAR. Move over to Fox for those times. Fox, give up some of your races in the, you know, spring or early summer, and give that to uh, NBC. Let them run them. You're not losing money. You're just not doing consecutive races. Uh, I don't know. So anyway, those those are my those are my takes on those. Zane Smith's still looking for a ride. That's another guy. I mean, it's one of these that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see. Uh ours gonna be running here at Bristol. We have BG McLeod's gonna be running the 78. One of the changes, and I'm I'm looking at the lineup list right here to see if they actually changed it for the 51 car. It was originally supposed to be Cole Custer running for Rick Ware. They actually now changed it to Ryan Newman. Um he is the master of blocking and racing everybody hard. So I could see him helping and pushing through with this and see what happens. I mean, I think it's up in the air. You're gonna have you're gonna have a couple big ones just because of how small this track is. Arrow's not that big of a key at this track because you're half a mile. And let's go for it. I wanna see these guys I want to see Truex not give up like he did two races ago in the middle. Which hurt him to him getting, for lack of a better term, screwed last weekend or this past weekend to some of these other guys. I mean, Ross Chastain hasn't been running really well. Daniel Suarez, Alex Bowman, they have their little tit for tat going on. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens in the Hendrick camp because people are like, oh, look, we got stripes coming up with that. Let's see if, you know, sparks flare with Larson and with uh, Chase Elliott. I mean, one thing noticeable with these guys is it seems like every time they go to Hendrick, they kind of get more and more vanilla. So let's see what happens there and see if these guys can create some sparks. And then I'll leave you on this last note here, more news. Jimmy Johnson talking about, oh, yeah, we talked to, talk to Gregson and, and this and that, and we feel, we feel for him and whatever. I want to call bull crap on that. I think Jimmy Johnson had a plan, and he's not talking about it. Oh, by the way, he moved his family to England. Just to let you guys know. I mean, he had a horrible family incident in Illinois, but I think it was in Illinois. But at the same time, that's a question mark. If you want to put on your tinfoil hat, I'm not going to go into it. It is what it is. But if you're a, an owner of a cup team, why are you moving out of the country? Anyway, so yeah, you know, we have that going on with with Jimmy Johnson and them, Noah Gregson apparently the comments on those posts have been just destroying Jimmy Johnson for what he said. We have question marks coming up on our cup series, cutoff race coming up with Bristol. It's going to be interesting. You guys need to make sure you watch or at least listen to it. Remember PRN USA seven thirty on Saturday. And then we're going to go into, you know, we have more silly season stuff coming up, more information with that. And I, I know I've missed some more information that I wanted to talk about and Rant and rave, but hey, that is what it is. So, everybody, I appreciate you guys listening to this this podcast. I hope you guys like and share this comment. If you know me personally, come find me, talk to me. Anything you guys want to talk about? You know, I'm, I'm still trying to work on trying thinking about who I can ask to get more people on here. You know, even if it is a fan or my spouse, who's very adamant. You'd be surprised at how she is on this racing just to get some more perspectives on this. But hey, I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Have a good one, and we'll catch you after this cutoff race at Bristol. See you then.